Okay. Good morning. Well, we're back for um, another half hour here, and it's been a wonderful day. We've gone through uh, quite a process here of talking about struggling with life and coming to the point of spirituality and finding spirituality in your life. Father David, we've got some special guests with today that yes. you're spending some time with. Yes, yes. It's been a great blessing. Uh, Jake Magnuson uh, got sent home from Rome early and uh, came to St. John's. And then uh, about a month later or so, maybe a little more than a month, uh, two months almost later, uh, Connor Peterson showed up. So Connor uh, will be entering his last year. Uh, of college seminary pre-theology and Jake is two years from God willing uh, ordination as a holy priest and so welcome my good brothers uh, uh, why don't we start with you Jake uh, if you would kind of give a little background of, of your life and your your uh, journey of uh, discernment in seminary sure yeah thanks for uh, thanks for having me on um, so I grew up born and raised in Minot, North Dakota, and uh, I guess my call started quite early. I, I pretty much knew from the time of uh, I was five years old that I wanted to be a priest, and I was actively seeking that, and I grew up in a great Catholic family. Uh, my dad was ordained a permanent deacon my first year of seminary. My mom teaches religious education, so we had a great Catholic upbringing, and I'm very grateful for that. When I kind of got in middle school and high school, I really tried to not be a, a priest, even though I kind of knew God was calling me. Um, but I played a lot of sports and things and kind of made that my life. And uh, it's quite simple, really, that um, I had the opportunity to go to Rome uh, in high school hmm. after my junior year and had a, just a profound experience there. And basically, it just boiled down to... Uh, realizing that God was calling me, that was very clear. But there's a second part of discernment, which is, what are you going to do? <laughs> you can say yes or no. Uh, so for me, it wasn't a matter of figuring out what God wanted. It was a matter of, will I say yes? And that was the thing I struggled with. But uh, I received the grace, um, particularly in Rome, in a conversation with a priest, and uh, decided, yeah, I need to go to the seminary and... Similar to Father David, I figured I'd be out in a year or two, <laughs> but uh, it's just gotten more and more clear each year uh, that this is where God wants me, and so I'm continuing on that path. Excellent. Excellent. Thanks, Jake. Uh, Connor, tell us about yourself. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, I'm from Mandan, North Dakota. I go to Spirit of Life Church. Uh, went to Mandan High, then I went to Bismarck State College. Went to the University of Mary. Uh, and as far as my own call, you know, it's a long story. Uh, it's a whole life. Uh, but essentially, uh, you know, I drifted away from my faith quite a bit in college. Had a big reversion back uh, to the faith. And then, you know, I was trying as hard as I could to live a spiritual life. And I was like, Lord, what do you want me to do? And it took a while for me to understand that. But then once I once I knew, I was like, okay, now I have to go. Now I have to go to seminary, you know. But it was, you know, like you said, wrestling with God. I was, you know, wrestling with, tell me now. You know, I want to know now because I want to go now, whatever I want to do. But I, I see now that I wasn't in a place 
to answer that call mm. properly. And so the Lord, in his time, waited till I was in a good place. Mm. So sometimes it's not no, it's just not yet. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. very good. You need to experience something more that he wants you to experience to answer the yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to steal time from you, but when you were talking, Jake, uh, <laughs> I, I was like, growing up on a dairy farm was a, a learned a bad habit because dad would yell down when it's time to milk and we'd just hear his voice, but we'd ignore it to get more sleep. That's kind of how, how we oftentimes are with God. We know he's calling us, but we don't want to listen. And, and so, so what, how is, what have you learned in seminary so far that has really been helpful exciting that you'd want others to know especially young guys that might have heard that call but aren't willing to follow it or yeah well i i would say uh two things the first just being the fraternity and the uh, camaraderie that i've experienced i've made my best friends in my life uh in seminary part of it is just having the common goal of the priesthood it brings people together um but you really learn how to primarily be a good man and a good Christian and a good Catholic. So it's, it's helpful for everyone in that respect, whether you're going to actually be ordained or not. But having that community has been really important. And it was uh, important for me because I had good friends in high school and we played sports together. And I was a little worried about going to the seminary because I wasn't uber religious in high school and middle school. But I just found amazing men who have gotten to respect deeply and grown in great friendship. Uh, so it was a very positive experience in that respect. And then secondly, it was just relationship with the Lord. We get to go on a retreat every year, which is a great gift. We have spiritual direction every two weeks in the seminary. All these amazing opportunities that most people don't have. And so to be able to have those things at your disposal and grow in the spiritual life and develop a relationship with God that's uh, deep and personal and good is a tremendous gift. And so I'm grateful for those two things. And uh, they've been two of the highlights of my time in seminary so far. Excellent. Connor, how, how about you? You haven't been in as long, but you had uh, something that's unique, at least in my experience. Uh, down in Denver, they have what's called the spirituality year. Would you explain that, or maybe that's a part of what is something that has really been beautiful for you? Yeah, the spirituality year is a special thing that Denver does. I think they have it in Philadelphia, too, now. Uh, but essentially, essentially, it's just a year of prayer where you learn how to pray. You have no technology. You can have cell phones on the weekends, only on Saturday, and it's not a smartphone. <laughs> and you do a three-day silent retreat a five-day silent retreat, and then ends with a 30-day silent retreat. And essentially, you learn how to pray, you learn the spiritual stuff, classics, you read St. Teresa of Avila, St. Therese, stuff like that. So you're not graded. It's not like class. No. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's not an academic year. It's like necessarily. perfect. I think I'd excel at that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, it really, it's just a good year to learn how to pray and to fall in love with God. And honestly, I wouldn't give up my spirituality or for any amount of money, you know, no amount. You'd be, you know, it'd be, it'd be a bad trade. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything else that stands out in your first years that you'd like to share or tell guys that might be uh, considering 
uh, an encouragement or a gift that you I'd say that if if you think God might be calling you to be a priest don't be afraid because God knows you and he knows what's best for you and he wants what's best for you and I found that you know whenever you're doing God's will you're happier than you ever would have been you know every day is the best day of your life when you're doing God's will and so you don't have to worry about will I be happy God is calling you to happiness which is himself so don't be afraid you know excellent excellent the motto I often used in that one year of going to the seminary the the seminary say our job here is to form fathers and some of them will be priests that's beautiful a good point but it reminds me also of um this fear that sometimes comes in that well i'll have to decide you know if i'm gonna you know stay in or leave but what i found so helpful is if you can just be honest with uh your spiritual director your formator as i said they provide so much that if you can go in and be honest with them they kind of let you know if like a lot of people priests i've talked to they expected to leave but they stayed because of the priests around them. Kind of let them know, uh, in a sense, a what God there. wanted. Yeah, there's a family. And uh, so it's an incredibly helpful thing. And I think it could help uh, deter some of the fear of, yeah. I'll have to figure it out so, when yeah. I get there. And I yeah. only have, you know, six years or whatever. But there's just, they, they, they provide uh, really what, what's needed for good discernment. Absolutely. So is it like um, you, you're leaving your biological family? And you're going as as a priest or seminarian, and you're joining a second family. Yeah, 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 I think that that's accurate in some sense. I mean, we're we're lucky to be in a diocesan priesthood. You're close Mm -hmm. to your family. Like I'm stationed this summer in my hometown, Um, Mm -hmm. so it'd be much more so for a religious order. But uh, there is a a real fraternity. I mean, I can only speak for seminarians, but we have a great fraternity that we experience as, mm-hmm. as truly being brothers. And I know the priests say the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really forged through time spent together. So, yeah. And um, I was wondering, just really brief, uh, we only have like a, a minute left here, your prayer, what prayer time, what, what does that mean to you? Is it, is it like a Carmelite? Is it Franciscan? Is it just prayer right now? In determination, I'd say uh, there are all sorts of different kinds. We learn, especially Ignatian spirituality, uh, in Denver. You know, there's the obvious, the Virgin Mary there. Uh, but I mean, really, the Holy Hour, I'd say, is like the prayer for me. You know, inspired by Fulton Sheen. You know, you do the Holy Hour, sitting in the presence of the Blessed Sacrament. Yeah, yeah. and that's. And you don't need to talk. That that is the head of our family. Mm-hmm. Of whatever yeah. type of family that you're called to, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so just give kind of what your prayer looks like right now, or you know, in the seminary. What, what, how is your prayer each day? Well, uh, it's mainly consisted of the, the like the holy hour, as Connor said, um, critical thing, as well as the liturgy, the hours, daily mass. I mean, those are really the foundational points, and then spiritual reading. The, you know, mm-hmm. devotionals are right. things to do as well, but. Those are the keys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 In Connor, yeah, the holy hour is, I know when I was in seminary uh, so long ago, uh, you know, we weren't required to do that. And we just were starting to encourage it. <laughs> so, so you guys are getting great formation. 
uh, and I've told you that already, but what, what these seminarians get, they have a real stringent uh, examination before they're accepted, but when they're in, they're getting formation that is fabulous. Yes. The formation is so critical in any stage of our life, I believe, from young as we progress and we really connect to God. And we are going to find out when we come back after this break how our prayers are working. But what if we can't see the effects of those prayers? And we have wonderful Father Greg Luger. He is going to come on and he is going to help us to determine uh, our effects if we can't see them. We can't see God. So how can we see the effects of our prayers? So The fruit of prayer, even if we don't see it, is worth it. Yes. Father Luger will explain that to us. Yes. So join us back here with Father David Richter, my co-host, and this is Lori Leffer, and we are on Real Presence Live. 